guys, welcome to the Trauma to Triumph podcast. I'm your host, Annabelle Ingleton. I am a trauma-informed coach. I help people heal their brain and body from the effects of trauma. And I hope you guys are having an amazing, amazing day, an amazing week, whenever you're listening to this. I am actually recording this at like the crack of dawn. Um, I recently just got back from a trip to Mexico, to Tulum and Cancun, and um, had an I actually had an episode already recorded, and I tend to do that sometimes, record a couple ahead of time just so I have them in the bank. Didn't want to release that one. I said, I know I want to do one on the polyvagal ladder, and so I yesterday was my full day back to like normal work. I got back on a Monday night around midnight, like in my house from LAX, and then went to bed, woke up. I had an eight o'clock sharp uh, meeting with my business coach that lasted for a couple of almost three hours and, you know, four sessions back to back with my coaching clients who I love, love, love so much. Um, and kid you not, I went to dinner with my daughters, came back and went, I probably fell asleep at seven o'clock at night. Like my body was so tired. Um, I think cause I just went full force, like right back to work the next day. And I didn't really give myself some time to just relax. So I got up around 3am, um, or maybe like 3:30, unpacked, like woke up, my girls are sleeping. Everyone's asleep in the house right now. Um, it's 4am right now. Um, everyone's asleep. I woke up, I unpacked everything and, um, cleaned up. And then I said, got to record the episode because I want this one to do come out on Wednesday. So if you're listening to this in real time, uh, or like Wednesday morning, it just got recorded like a couple hours ago because that's me. Yeah. Um, and you got to go with it, right? So today we're going to talk about the polyvagal ladder guys. You may be, if you're, if you're new to this um, space and you're like, what the freak is a polyvagal ladder? Well, you're going to learn what it is. And the reason I wanted to record this episode is because I've been doing, or I've had a lot of intention with working with you guys and, and kind of informing you guys about the autonomic nervous system and uh, how to regulate your emotions, how to self-regulate, how to co-regulate with others, how to basically how to bring your um, heightened state of of survival back to normal and calm, right? To a place of calm. And that's basically what regulation is. And there's like a physical um, biological mechanism that's, that's behind it. And that's the autonomic nervous system and polyvagal theory. So if you look at the podcast, I've been doing a lot of educating you guys uh, on polyvagal theory, neuroception, emotional regulation, uh, so many things, all the nerdy neuroscience, it, but it's with complete intention because you need to know what's going on in your body to be able to manage your emotions because emotions are the language of the body. And I do focus on mindset stuff, which I always say is the ling- thoughts are the language of the mind, but your nervous system is what actually uh, creates and puts you into these feelings automatically without you controlling it and it's necessary to know what's going on behind the scenes and then once you have awareness around it how to manage it afterwards so it's a hundred percent a skill that can be learned it just takes a little bit of practice it's um i i call it the polyvagal muscle it's a muscle it's basically we're working with the vagus nerve it's the largest nerve in our body that connects the three autonomic 
uh, nervous pathways, the, the, the neural pathways, which is on top is the ventral vagal uh, safe and connected pathway. The next one below that is a fight or flight, your sympathetic pathway, and um, that's a state of mobilization. And then below that is your dorsal vagal state, and that's your state of immobilization, which would, for most people, look like a disconnection, a shutdown, uh, wanting to be alone, maybe feeling a little bit sad, depressed, cannot function, you want to just be by yourself. I call it the system of shutdown. So these three autonomic nervous states are places that our body will go completely on its own but once you have awareness of where you're at then you can climb that ladder or go down the ladder um, as often as you need to aka self-regulate or co-regulate with someone okay help yourself get in that space or be with someone to help you get into that into into a more ventral vagal or more safe and connected space so that's what i'm talking about when i'm talking about the polyvagal ladder going up and down the ladder i reference this a lot with my clients i will be talking about this a lot with you guys and it's with the best of intention to get you educated on what your body's doing emotionally so you know how to to navigate it all right so we're going to talk about first the well i guess i already went over the three states the ventral vagal sympathetic and dorsal okay top the top of the ladder um, on the very top of the ladder is your ventral vagal i always call it green i don't know why i've assigned it these colors i think because my coach did that and so it's just stuck in my head so when i talk to my clients they'll they'll be like i was so green like it was so good right um just because we've adapted those those colors to the to the terms to the states so ventral vagal is the feeling that you're feeling when your body is feeling really safe really connected very um, happy maybe joyful energized but in a very just peaceful calm way like there's no threat of anything bad happening you feel really good all right and you go down the ladder to the what i call yellow so your sympathetic nervous state and it's the the state of fight or flight when you are really really energized this is a place where people most often call you have anxiety you have stress you have to do it's like oh my god i gotta find a solution basically what i liken it to is the tiger coming for you and your body putting you into an energized place so that you can either fight the tiger and kill it or flight run away you have to protect yourself so this is a very very energized place you feel very anxious you can feel angry you can feel stressed you can feel frustrated you can feel um fearful um so many just actionable energized places of, of emotion is where you'll be when you're in this fight or flight place the reason i think it's important to understand that there's a lot of emotions that can be felt in the yellow sympathetic fight or flight state is because sometimes we don't realize that like when we're mad you're actually in fight or flight or when you're um let's see when you're stressed out and worried about something you're totally in fight or flight because if you if you pay attention to your body when you're worried or stressed think about what's going on inside you have a lot of um it's nervous energy is what i would call it and it's it's your heart rate speeding up your breath is probably really fast and your heart beats really fast right so you're you are motivated and energized in a place where you're trying to do, OK, 
Okay. So that's what yellow sympathetic looks like. And then you'll go down the ladder when you're in that dorsal vagal red place because your body has now tried to fight the tiger, couldn't do it. And it's now like, okay, we're going to get eaten. So basically what that looks like is what happens is your body will go into shutdown because it says, I don't want you to remember that you're going to get eaten by this big ass tiger. So we're going to kind of mm, disconnect you from that. And there's a, this is a place where you will feel like you've tried all, all like options. There's no solution. You feel very helpless. You can feel very powerless. You can feel depressed. You could feel like you just want to be alone. Like people aren't safe right now. Like this, your relationship isn't safe. Work isn't safe showing up on Instagram isn't safe, you know, cleaning, um, working out any, just nothing is safe right now. You can't do that one thing that you probably think like you need to do. It's on your schedule. Right. And so you feel like just saying it's when your your body and your mind will start shooting you these thoughts of it. Like let's, we can't do that. It's kind of scary. So just stay in bed. And it's likened to people mostly always tell me, um, especially my clients when they're in the state, they're just helpless, powerless, sad, depressed, um, like lonely and disconnected. Okay. I call it the system of shutdown. Most people, most therapists and coaches do as well. And that's what red is. And you're all the way down the ladder when you're in red. Okay. When you're in that dorsal state. So I want to give you guys an example of a literal, like a daily, what it would look like going up and down the ladder on a full day's work. Okay. Like you wake up in the morning, go to work and then come back and what that might look like for your body. Okay. So that you can see how you would go up and down the ladder so that you can get, I want you guys to kind of feel into this exercise when I'm, when I'm going over it, when I'm explaining it. So you can kind of see how your body would feel going up and down that ladder, experiencing these actual states of like things happening. Okay. These experiences. And so you can feel into it and learn that when you're in these states in your own life, it's like, oh, I'm here on the ladder. I'm here on the ladder with this thing. Oh, when I didn't, when I did that one thing, oh, I was on, I was like all the way down the ladder in dorsal. So it's very intentional. I want, I want, I say, when I say I want you guys to, I, you know, I'm not like controlling you obviously, but I want to offer just to experience it from that place because it, I'm telling you, it will open up your brain. It will, it will, um, just offer a different place of awareness and mindfulness around yourself so that, uh, you can learn to manage your own emotions, regulate yourself and go up and down the ladder when you need to be where and where you want to be right you're probably like let's say you're in red and you're like i need to go up like i feel like shit i need to get some ventral vagal energy how do i do that this is how you're going to do it okay so um pause it where you need to take notes where you need to um feel into it if this is feeling like a little too much if it's a if you're i don't want i definitely don't want to flood you i don't want to take you to a place that feels uncomfortable um i'm going to be talking about situations that are not um quote-unquote overly traumatic they're just daily things that are happening okay but that can put you into yellow or red and if you're feeling overwhelmed definitely stop and come back to it when you're feeling a little better and just see and notice where you are on the ladder when you're going through it okay so here we go all right guys so we are gonna start at early morning wake up 
it is let's say 5 a.m and it's the summertime and you realize you wake up without the alarm and it's like oh wow i woke up today totally feeling like nice like i can see the sun's rising super early it, i look at my my phone i see it's five o'clock didn't even have to you know be woken up by by the alarm hit snooze and you realize what day is it today oh it's wednesday okay so you remember that you have a really fun and important um meeting with a potential client at 9 a.m and a really like potential um potentially good um important meeting with your boss at 3 p.m and you're excited about them because both are looking to be and you're hoping that they're going to be really good because you think that you're probably maybe up for a promotion um, with your boss. And so you think that that's what the meeting is probably going to be about. She hasn't really told you what it's about, but that's what you suspect. And the 9 a.m. meeting with the client, well, they're, it's a for sure thing. Like it's so going to happen. You're going to sign them. So you're really excited. So you wake up in that green ventral. You're up on the, on the top of the ladder, right? Um, take a shower, get ready, put on your best outfit. The dress is fitting great. Um, lost a couple pounds. You haven't worn in a while. You realize it zipped up so easy. Um, you got ready. Hair's looking good. Makeup's good. Make your big cup of coffee while you're while you're getting ready. Listening to your best and favorite podcast, Drama to Triumph, um, and you're just feeling amazing because you know it's going to be a really good day. So you're on that top of the ladder, feeling really green, really safe, really connected with your potential um, meetings that you're going to have during the day. So you grab your keys, grab your bag, um, and you got to go into work. So you start driving. So you're getting on the freeway, everything's fine, and then you realize you are literally at a stop and there's a big accident ahead and you look at your gps and it says like it's all red you know how you when you look at maps and you have no idea when you're going to get to work and you start worrying a little bit because you know you have that presentation at uh, 9 a.m and it's about 8 45 and it's like "Uh uh-oh what's going on here so you start getting a little frustrated a little worried thinking you might be a little late for your meeting or worse you might even meet it, miss it completely because you don't have any of your stuff with you everything's at the office so you start getting into a little bit of that energized fight or flight so you're going down the ladder at this point and you're in that super energized like what do i do do i get off at the exit do i take a street do i just stay on the freeway you're trying to find a solution right so you're remember when you're in that energized place you're very much in fight or flight when you're trying to do 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 fight or flight is energized it's a, it's the mobilized state of 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 energy so you're just trying to figure out something to do get off the freeway stay and you're just sitting there getting a little frustrated so you find yourself getting mad you're down that ladder right so a couple minutes pass by finally you see starts cars starting to move and you're like, okay, I think I might get there in time. At this point, it's like 8.52. You're cutting it so close, but cars are moving. So you're feeling a little okay, but you're still energized and you're still trying to drive and you know weave out of traffic and try to get there faster. Drive really fast, finally get to the office like two minutes before your call is supposed to start. So you get in, get all your stuff away, and it's like, okay, I made it turn on the computer, get ready for your call. And you, you move up the ladder a little bit because you feel safe that you made it in time. So now you're up the ladder back in, I would say you're more in a blended state of like the yellow and green. Okay. So 
you're not completely feeling safe and connected, but you did move up because you're not stuck in traffic anymore, right? So you're up the ladder a little bit. So now you get on the call, everything's going really well, your client looks great, they're excited to be there. This, um, you assume it's just going to go very well. Um, you've talked to them before many times and you you know you're probably going to get the deal. And it turns out during the call that they tell you something happened for them and they're unfortunately not going to be able to work with you. So if you're a salesperson, you know how this is, right? You didn't get the money that you probably expected. Um, there's a lot writing on it and you're trying not to look disappointed with that client, but you understand that, you know, you can't control their actions. So you move down very, very quickly. You move down the ladder to fight or flight. Um, you're energized in the place where you start thinking of like, uh-oh, what's going to happen? I didn't get this client. I didn't get the money that I thought I was going to get associated with this client. And you're in that really nervous, kind of anxious place now. So you definitely went down the ladder to yellow, to that sympathetic fight or flight, okay? So now your mind just starts going and you're at a place where you're doubting your ability as, you know, your salesperson, as in the position you're at, you're start thinking like, am I going to get fired? Am I, you know, am I not good enough to do this? Now you're just really in that sympathetic, anxious, energized place in the ladder. Okay. So you text your boyfriend because you want to kind of like co-regulate with him and, and just vent a little bit and kind of explain what happened and because you know he knew that it was there was a lot riding on it you were really excited about it um and you text him and you're like babe it just didn't go well the client said no and you're looking for you know looking for those dots to see if you got the message you're looking to see if you read it nothing's going on five ten fifteen twenty thirty minutes pass he's not responded so you are just feeling more and more disappointed more and more alone and so you start going down the ladder into that red dorsal state you're feeling like you're alone no one's there to help you and feeling sad frustrated almost like at the place where you feel like you want to cry because you didn't get the client you feel like you're not gonna you didn't get that money that you were hoping to get because honestly you were thinking about taking a vacation this summer and that money would have totally paid for it free and clear and now that's not even an option anymore so boyfriend's not responding feel like crap you feel really alone you're down now into that dorsal red state okay so when you remember when you're feeling that shutdown with disconnection by yourself and lonely that's when you're in that dorsal state okay so nothing's happening and your one of your friends or co-workers pops their head into your office and says hey let's go we're, we're gonna go to lunch remember it's Susie's birthday you're like oh yeah okay fine Get your get your purse. You guys go to lunch. You're excited. You're kind of moving up a little bit up the ladder because you know you're gonna have a great lunch and you're probably gonna have a glass of wine because everybody has wine with lunch and obviously never tells anyone. Um, so you guys go to one of your favorite Italian restaurants. Um, have you have a great great lunch? Everyone's talking about their work and everything, and you're just feeling a little bit more connected. So you went up the ladder, and you're not necessarily feeling totally ventral green, but you're in a more blended state of you have energy. You went up into um, you're out of that red feeling by yourself, right? So you're up the ladder into maybe a blended state of like play. I would say that's when you're with people uh when you are feeling safe for the most part and you're feeling really energized so everyone's talking having a good time so one of your coworkers 
starts mentioning how she is going to the Bahamas on her, you know, in a month for her vacation. And then the other co-worker starts talking about she's going to Greece. And then another co-worker starts sharing that she's going to Thailand the next month too. Because, every you know, it's summertime. Everybody's putting in their vacation time. Everybody's going to go somewhere. And so you just start remembering that the vacation you thought was planned isn't happening now. So you start going down that ladder really slowly, but surely into yellow and then almost near that 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 red it's you're feeling all in your head beating yourself up about all the about not getting that client that you thought you were going to get and you start thinking like maybe this job isn't for me like everybody must be doing good in their job because they're going on vacations they can afford to go I wasn't able I'm not able to afford to go so obviously like maybe this job isn't for me. Like I'm not cut out for it. So you start going down that ladder and you start disconnecting from everybody. Everybody's talking. You're just not really listening. And you're just really in your own head, just like drinking your wine and just like total self-doubt is running over your, over your body. You're feeling just alone and shutting down. So now you're back into red, right? So everybody pays the bill. They split the check. You drive back to work and you get to do, you know, get to do a couple emails and medial stuff. Looking at your phone and you see um, that your boyfriend texts you back. And he s- sends you this really long and sweet text and says, babe, you know, you got this. It's just one client. You know, you have a bunch of presentations this week. Don't worry. Like if push comes to shove, we'll put the vacation on the credit card and pay it off later when you get another client, you know, in a month or so don't worry. Like I got you. We're going to go on this vacation and you start feeling way better. Like, Oh my God, this is actually going to happen. My boyfriend totally has my back. He really wants to, you know, help me and really wants to make the vacation happen. And he's willing to, you know, come up with other options. Cause when, remember guys, when you're in your, one of your survival States, it's really, really hard to, um, or it can tend to feel really hard to access, um, resources other like options that are available to you because what happens is your prefrontal cortex your brain basically the part you use to like do executive function goes offline you don't have access to it so solutions feel really really like out of out of reach and um when this is when co-regulation when talking to somebody through what you're going through can help because they're not in that survival state and they can help you get through it and offer solutions in another way right so her boyfriend let's say your boyfriend offered that solution of we're gonna don't worry like i'm gonna we're put it on a credit card pay for it later like let's just we'll figure it out and so you start feeling good right so you start moving up that ladder really quickly like i feel supported i feel loved i feel connected you're back up almost totally in ventral vagal green right you feel safe with him you feel safe about and excited about taking this potential vacation and you say yeah i'm just gonna get it you know i'll get the money with the client that i have scheduled you know next month that potential meeting maybe we'll get that client so you start feeling really really good you're in ventral then you realize, you know, you've been working for a couple hours, you realize you have that meeting with your boss and you go in there, talk with her, everything's really well. She's giving you rave reviews about your work. She mentions that she has been getting rave reviews about you from other clients and then coworkers and has really seen how supportive of uh, an employee you are with others and thinks that you might be a really good fit for this new managing position. 
and you're totally thrown off of track because you didn't expect that at all. Um, never thought that you would be considered for, you know, a supervisor position or just position where you're managing others. And she says that she sees the potential in you and you just get really excited. So she suggests that she basically suggests that, um, you apply for this position and that she will give you, you know, um, recommendations, um, or any references that, that you need to get the position. So you are just floored, excited, feel just really really totally safe and connected right like the potential for more money she explains that it's a big pay raise um you'll actually be moving to another office bigger space just all the things okay so you are just reeling reeling in that green ventral vehicle space now okay you're up that ladder and you go back to your desk just thinking about like all the money you're, you could be making you're not necessarily going to have to just work with clients and be selling anymore you're just you're going to be helping and managing other people and you are just so so excited you text your boyfriend let him know about the meeting you just had with your boss and you're just beyond excited in that safe and ventral vagal green connected energy place okay so um now you're driving home it's you know it's five o'clock you're ready to go home so you're driving home and you realize that you are your car it starts turning off and it's like why would my car just like slowly charge so you get to the side of the road you manage to get to the side of the street and you realize that your car has been on e on empty your gas tank and you just ran out of gas and you're on the side of the road and it's like super hot outside you have no air conditioning and you have no idea how you're gonna get some gas okay you're far you can tell you're really far from any gas station so you start freaking out you go down the ladder into that sympathetic fight or flight state because you're like what do i do what do i do and you realize you don't have AAA, you don't have anybody that you can call, um, like like AAA in terms of like a, of a service. And so you start freaking out and you realize, look at your phone, that your boyfriend hasn't even texted you back from that other time that you text him. And so you start getting really frustrated and really like scared. You text your best friend and see if she can help you. She's like, girl, I'm like on the other side of town. Like it's, I'm still working. I can't leave. Sorry. And you start freaking out and you're in that really yellow fight or flight trying to find a solution some nice lady you see pulls over and asks if you need help and she looks pretty normal and so you tell her yeah you know i've been trying to call friends i don't have triple a and she's like i have triple a here i'll call for you and you start calming down a little bit and you're like oh my god yes so here's something i want to note um note guys is when you are in the fight or flight state of like yellow energized um in order to kind of get out of it sometimes you have to go down the ladder to calm your yourself down and then move back up the ladder and what you're doing at this place is what's happening is you're basically using the vagal break and your vagal break is basically think about it like when you're riding a bicycle and you're pressing on a brake what it does is it slows your heart rate down to kind of calm you down because when you're in that yellow state you're really really energized and what happens is to calm yourself down you have to you have to basically press on that vagal break um, and the way you do that is there's lots of ways to to access the vagal break one of the fastest ways to do that is to do breath work is to take a couple of deep breaths to calm yourself down wherein you're not really really 
yellow energized place because breath work basically what it you're 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 accessing um, when you're taking deep breaths you're getting you're getting access to your heart rate and you're slowing it down when you when you inhale and exhale your body just knows to slow down and it'll get you out of that energized place so and that gets you it kind of what it does is it gets you go it makes you go down the ladder a little bit it slows you down into a little bit of red right or just just going down and then you go back up into a more ventral vagal place so let's say for example when you see that lady and she offers you to call triple a and she pulls over um you were in that energized place but you calm down very quickly because you access that vagal break okay so i didn't i didn't um, explain that earlier but i did want to explain it now so the more you your body gets used to accessing the vagal break the more you just get it gets stronger it's basically it's like a muscle right and so uh the more you get used to being energized into one of the survival states and then calming down you you get really good at accessing your vagal break and just working that polyvagal muscle and you get used to regulating your emotions a lot faster and um, the intensity drops faster. Okay. So it really is a muscle that you have to work. You, the more you do it, the easier it is to access and the easier it is to get out of those survival states faster. Okay. That's one of the ways that you know you're healing is your emotional regulation game is just way better, right? It's just like, I always say like, it's just on point, like it's really strong. So think about it like, yeah, just it's, it's a muscle that you're using. So um, taking deep inhalations and then um, exhaling just really, really helps accessing that bagel break. Okay. So let's say now the woman called AAA, they got you some gas, they come with a little, you know, that little red container, fill you up, you go put gas now. Um, you're super, super thankful to that woman and um, get her information because you want to send her like a Starbucks gift card later. So you're definitely out of that fight or flight. You're more into feeling a safer, connected ventral vagal. So you go up the ladder now, okay? And you go home and your boyfriend's there um, because uh, you guys live together, let's say, um, and he's home and you didn't even realize it, but by the time you got home, your phone died. Okay. So you weren't able to call him or even tell him like what was going on. And, um, so he was already there like, like, Oh my God, I was worried about you, your phone, you know, you, I was texting you and calling you and there was no answer. You got so worried and he's there to give you a big hug. He has your favorite bottle of wine waiting for you and says, babe, we got to celebrate, um, that I can't believe that's so amazing. You met with your boss and you you're up for maybe a, like a really great promotion, he gives you a big hug and he just makes you feel all warm and fuzzy. And you're back into that, um, feeling really ventral bagel, really safe, really connected. You guys sit on the couch. He pours you guys a glass of wine, puts music on. You guys are talking about, you know, the vacation you guys want to go on. He gets the laptop out and says, let's book our trip. So you guys start looking at places. You guys look at hotels. Everything starts going. So I'm going to stop there because that's I, I wanted to just paint that picture for you guys. I hope that helped you see how moving up and down the ladder happens the entire day. Okay. And one thing that if you haven't listened to this show before, and this is your first episode, I want to remind remind you guys that so many things happen automatically without your control. 
something you can get an email you can someone can say something so, um, a person can touch you in a certain way and your body will automatically because of neuroception is going to detect you know things from the outside world and it's going to put you into one of the three nervous system states automatically without your control okay but it's up to you to be able to have that awareness and say okay i'm feeling really anxious right now why am i feeling anxious having the awareness around it is 100% the only way that you're going to be able to move in and out of these states yourself because you're not going to you can't move in and out of them if you don't know which one you're in right so it's so important to understand which state you're in and understand i think it's so important to understand why you got into that state I was meeting with a client yesterday and he said, you know, I woke up and just like in a, I just woke up really frustrated, really angry, like really moody. And I said, okay, what happened? What were you thinking about in the morning? And he's like, nothing. I wasn't thinking about anything. And I was like, well, let's kind of just, let's go back to it and think, let's put yourself back into yesterday morning. Like what made you, what do you think if you had to guess, what was it that put you, that you felt put you into that neuroception of, of, of yellow of a fight or flight when you're angry you're usually in a fight or flight and so think about it you're angry you want to fight okay so that's fight or flight so we were talking about it and he has a really um uh, he has a big neck injury he was in a car accident and he had surgery in december and had a big you know big surgery and there's rods in his neck and so he's still very much in a healing place and so um he said oh I was having neck pain that morning and and I, here's what happens guys when you have this thing called interoception so interoception is neuroception is detecting what's going on outside of you interoception is when you when you are aware of what's going on inside your body okay um, and so um, he, when you are in physical pain when you have an illness when you are sick when you're hungover, when you have any kind of neck pain, cramps, headache, migraine, you know, sore back, whatever, cut on your big, you know, big ass cut on your arm, whatever, um, you're healing from surgery, your body is automatically in, is, will, will have like this underlying tone of, of survival state. It will be in a survival state because what happens is it detects the pain as, oh my gosh, something isn't going, like our body's not working. We could die. Something's going on. We got to repair this. And so you could have like this constant pain or if you're somebody who suffers from some type of, of you know, chronic pain or whatever, it will, you might always feel like you're always in a bad freaking mood. You might always feel like you're always anxious, like you're always angry, like you're always frustrated, like you're always impatient. Because what I liken it to is you're in this, underlying not really aware state of survival because your body is like we're in pain this hurts you need to like it's trying to get you to rest basically um a lot of times when you're trying to do something and your body is literally feeling sick it's gonna shoot you messages of like don't do this like why don't you just why don't you just cancel why don't you just lay in bed why don't you why don't you just like you know, um, this, this, you don't want to go there. They're going to be mean or whatever. You might get these messages, but it's not necessarily true, but it's because your body is trying to get you to slow down because it's like, we're in pain. We think we're going to die. Any type of like any type of physical pain, even when you're hungry guys, it's, it's a neuroception. There's some, some type of a survival state because 
think about when you're hungry, what happens when you don't eat? You'll starve. What happens when you starve? You will die. So it's almost like a threatened, um, a life-threatening place, obviously not really happening, right? When you just got to eat lunch, but your body perceives it as so, your nervous system perceives it as so. And so with my client, he was like, oh, I was literally, I was having neck pain that morning. And that's what it was. Like he was just like, anxious because he what happened was he had to show homes he's a, he's a realtor and he had to show homes that day he's like I, I was even mentally excited about showing homes because they want to buy like you know a 2.5 million dollar house which you're gonna go look at some beautiful homes he's like I was excited about it but my body my nervous system he's like but I was still fucking grouchy all day and my wife was like dude you're being a dick you know and He's like, I couldn't kick it, but it's because um, what we basically understood understood it to be was his body didn't want her to go out and work because it was probably thinking like, dude, you're going to go walk around, show homes, our neck's going to fucking hurt, you need to rest. And so his nervous system was sending him these feelings of, of, of survival, was trying to put him in a survival state, like trying to get him to stop and not do it. And so he was feeling that anxious. He was, I liken it to, think about when, when you're in a survival state, your body thinks there's a life threat or there's danger. So it's like you could be drowning, right? Like think of yourself as drowning and someone's trying to make you go show houses. You're like, bitch, I'm drowning right now. I can't do that. And so it's almost irritating to think that you have to go show houses because you're in a survival state. Like it just feels like too much. So you can come off as grouchy, angry, impatient because there's an underlying thing happening to you. Your, your body's having a neuroception of threat because of this pain you're having so I know when I'm stressed out about something and my kids are asking me for something I will you can I can come off as impatient like ah, oh, baby okay hold on one second give me a minute give me a minute because my mind is so preoccupied in that mind drama of what what I'm thinking could potentially happen right if I'm stressed about something that anyone ask asking any more anything more of me feels like way too much of a burden and I'm, I'm, it's get, it gets me angry or impatient so notice when if you're having some type of physical pain you can be you're definitely in some sort of a survival state maybe not full-on like fight or flight or total shutdown but it's it's like it's there and it's just not as strong but it's there like you're like I don't know why I feel off consider that they that may be a reason why okay so guys I hope this episode helped I hope it gave you some tips to try to notice where you can get in and out of um, go up and how to go up and down the ladder how to get in and out of these states one of the tools that I have offered to my clients and it's a freebie that I have on my website I'll link this here in the show notes is my triggers and glimmers freebie what it is is it is a worksheet to help you get clear and um, understand what are things that keep you that get you into that ventral vagal green safe and connected space what are things that get you yellow fight or flight and what are things that get you into that red dorsal shutdown the reason this worksheet's really really helpful is because when you know what gets you red or yellow you know you can kind of plan for it you can say oh i remember like whenever i go out with my family to like a dinner or like a party i tend to get a little freaking anxious okay so like i know my mom's gonna make me maybe make some comments that are going to kind of piss me off or my sister, you know, we've had a fight recently and it might be uncomfortable or whatever. So you can kind of plan ahead because you know that you're going into a place that typically gets you into a red dorsal shutdown, let's say. So you can either 
like mentally prepare for it and say, I'm going to, I'm going to just be really happy. I'm going to just not allow it to really get to me. I'm going to just try to, you know, do, do a, take a couple breaths if my mom says it and just understand that she's trying to help me. Like, don't take it personal. Um, and then it's good. And if you have your glimmers, um, your glimmers are the things that's, that keep you or get you into that ventral vagal state. If you know what your glimmers are, you can access them. Um, when you're in, um, a, let's say a fight or fight place, right? Let's say your sister makes a comment. You're just like, I want to sock her. Um, you can think of, uh, you can look at your worksheet. I always say, take a picture of that shit, save it in your phone and your notes. So you can look at it and say, okay, what's going to make me feel better. Okay. One of the things is like, um, a good playlist, like your Beyonce playlist. That's for me anyway. And you know, there's going to be music at the party. So it's like, okay, I'm just going to go dance and I'll feel a little bit better and, and I'll come back and I'll be, you know, I'll be okay. I'll be able to deal with her. Okay. So it's a great worksheet to have. So you know, what gets you in and out of these States. Um, definitely click, um, the link in the show notes so you can access that and use it to your, to your avail and have it there. So you can, you know, remember when you're in those survivor states, survival states, it's fairly sometimes very hard to access thoughts that are going to get you out of it because those survival states feel really, really real. And you don't really have full access to your prefrontal cortex. The triggers and glimmer sheet will help you have that, have it there and you can look at it and use it, um, later. Okay, so I definitely, definitely recommend it. Um, it's a great resource to use. And if you have any questions about this episode, um, definitely reach out to me. You can leave a comment on the show notes or send me a message on Instagram. I'll have the link here in the show notes as well. And I hope this was helpful. Um, let me know I, if you guys have any questions. I really, really want to know if you guys have any questions about this because I think this one it was more um experiential it was more like there was actual practical things that I was um taking you through an exercise so I hope it wasn't too overwhelming for you I hope it was manageable and I hope it offered you some insight about yourself and just some tools that you can use to help you get in and out of those states all right so I can't wait to talk to you guys next week and I will see you then have a good one Mm -hmm.